sinners, choosers, lovers, dreamers, hypocrites, cynical folks, and anyone who's too self-involved to even know what they are, welcome to Choose Your Own Religion. My name is Joe. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. This is the show where I interview LA comedians about uh, their religious background, their current beliefs, their spirituality, and anything that's even kind of related to religion. On this week's episode, I'm excited for you guys to listen to Zach Sims. He just left my apartment so now, now I'm talking about him behind his back, but it was a great episode. He's a really good stand-up comic out here in Los Angeles, and he's uh, he was very honest and open about his own childhood and about uh, his own path. We talk about discipline and all that kind of shit. So if you're into self-help, this is a good episode for you to listen to. And if you're not into self-help, we're all so proud of you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's a good episode. Follow him on Twitter. I'll have the, the link in, in the show notes. And if you want to hear more of this show, you can go to chooseyourownreligion.com where you can find old episodes. You can find my weekly blog where I've been visiting a new spiritual place every week. It's called This Week and Spiritual Narcissism, uh, which is very perfect for this week's episode. And also, if you're in Los Angeles on March 30th, I would love to have you come out to the clubhouse in Hollywood. It's uh, I'm going to do a live Choose Your Own Religion, and it's not an interview of the podcast, but it's it's going to be kind of kind of like a fucked up worship service. We have previous guests from this show, including Ahmed Barucha, Casey Coop, Dan Prevett, and a whole bunch of other fun stuffs. And I would really love to have you guys come out and worship whatever the fuck it is we're worshiping uh, with us. So that's again March 30th at 8 p.m. at the clubhouse in Los Angeles. So, and uh, send me an email, joejoquint.net, if you ever wanna. <sighs> Whew, that's the business. I I gotta find a way to condense the business stuff of this. Really, you can find everything from chooseyourownreligion.com. Anyway, I love you guys very much. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, I have stickers too. I have stickers. If you want to like email me, uh, I'll give you a free sticker. I'll mail it to you. No questions asked. Woo! That's it. Give it on up for Zach Sims. Allow the soothing music and uplifting affirmations to center your heart and mind in an awareness of God's love. Wake up, my dear sinners, wake up from your deep rest. Won't you say your prayers and know that you are blessed? I love you, oh, but Jesus loves you the best. And I hope that you choose your own religion it's gonna take me really falling in love with somebody to like leave <laughs> i have to really fall in love this is a nice somebody. setup too you exactly. got a good thing going yeah this this is my kitchen table normally but it folds up and okay moves in there this now doesn't live here is it all right if i don't use the headphones or do you yeah, have no, a, okay cool um, i like to not hear my voice i feel you i feel you i like to hear my voice because god i love my voice <laughs> you got a beautiful voice oh thanks man mm-hmm. I, uh, Does this go lower? Yeah, you can uh, you can adjust that. You you might want to like two handed if you're gonna adjust it a little bit. Yeah, what's, how do I? I don't even know how to. Oh, you, I mean this this is a fulcrum, so it like bends. You can like. Pull. Oh, okay. You can, okay. Like swivel it, bend it. Okay, cool. You need to do. You need I think to, this is fine. You can angle this part too if you need to angle uh, this a little. Oh, bit. okay. Wow. All right. Yeah, cool, man. Um, so I'll go ahead and uh, let's get. Get started. Yeah, sure, man. Wait, that's that's a is that an iced coffee? This is an iced coffee from the Yummy or Yum, the donut place across the street. Oh, Yum Yum, Yum Yum. Yes, you're right, Yum Yum. It's a 24 hour donut stop. I saw that. Yeah, I have one. I have a a California Donuts. That's a 24 hour by me, which is nice. California Donuts. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. They're good, man. I think at least that particular one mm-hmm. is pretty good. I've I've actually I'm surprised at how little I have gone like late at night to a donut place. Really? Yeah. I uh I go back and forth of it. Honestly, the one by me, like at night, there's a line sometimes oh, really? like, around the block. Yeah. Oh, well, see, my, mine at night. There's like it's pretty desolate. Yeah, I could imagine that gets a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little yeah. shady. Yeah. Oh, there's like lottery tickets you can buy like at the same place too. Oh, really? Yeah. It's a fun time. My, yeah, mine gets a little shady too, to be honest. It's Koreatown. So. Yeah. So you're, but you're a caffeine person. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This is, I've actually hit, probably had quite a bit of coffee already today. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, I was in that boat. I have to, I have to be honest that this year has been a big year for me moving away from coffee. To- oh, wow. Towards the, the tea pastures. The tea. Good for you. Yeah. I'll do an iced green. Mm-hmm. If I've had too much <laughs> coffee and I'm at a coffee and I'm just like writing or something, mm-hmm. so I need to buy something, I'll do an ice green tea. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Green tea is a classic. Yeah. It's a staple. Yeah. I'm never, I'm not a huge tea guy, but I, I like that one fine. I feel you. I was just feeling out. I, so you're clearly not Mormon. No. no. Oh, no, no, not at all. <laughs> no. Was that a thought you had? Uh, just because that's a caffeine. Ca- <laughs> caffeine. You know, Mormons, they don't drink. Do they drink not coffee. drink caffeine? No. I didn't know that. I mean, I don't know if all Mormons don't, but that's a, it's I a guess maybe Mormon I did. Thing. So we had, I wrestled over a little bit of time in high school, mm-hmm. and our one good wrestler was a Mormon. Oh. So I knew a little bit about that. And I guess I knew that because I also used to like Steve Young when I was a kid. Oh, Steve Young, right? Yeah, the yeah, football yeah. player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I. Uh, was he the great grandson of the original? He is a descendant of Brigham Young. Yeah, yeah, he is. I don't know exactly the lineage, but he he is one of the Youngs. Can you. That's. What a. I mean, what. <laughs> how, how can you get more of a pinnacle of a Mormon than sure. starting quarterback yeah. at BYU? You yeah. know, and the grand great grandson or whatever of yeah, a real poster boy for Mormons. <laughs> he might be the best athlete to religion, uh, uh, ratio or whatever. Like as far as being a representative versus other options. That's what I'm thinking now. Like yeah, I don't yeah. like is because I can't imagine. I don't know of a devout Catholic who's really killing it. I don't know. I'm sure there are. Yeah, maybe it's just one of the things where there's so many. Sure, that's possible too. Yeah. I think of Kareem and well Kareem Kareem and Muha- for Muslims but would then be Muhammad Ali. Yeah, there you go. They also both for Muslims. Both yeah. better than uh, Steve Young. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, that's a good point. Um, but you did and not. more fun to hang out and talk to. I would imagine probably. Young, yeah. yeah, I think Steve Young's very lame. That's uh, <laughs> what I've got. But most quarterbacks, I think you kind of want like being religious kind of benefits quarterbacks. I feel. I'm yeah. a big Saints fan, and Drew Brees is a Joe, okay. Uh, okay guy. And why do you think that is? Just because I think there's a lot of discipline sure. that goes yeah, into yeah. being a quarterback and mm-hmm. a lot of like learning things and caring and not partying too much and all that, that fun right, stuff. Right, to be know? like a, a, an example on and off the field. Sure. And like Tom Brady is oh, not yeah. religious, I believe, but he's a very strict kind of regimented guy. One of the yeah, probably, I mean, from what you hear about Tom Brady, like one of the most regimented guys. Yeah, and yeah. that's like even like... Like I understand hating them for the make America great again stuff, and that's right, and I sure. totally get that. Yeah, yeah. But from everything you know about Tom Brady, all this dude likes to do is throw passes <laughs> to guys like on the beach. <laughs> yeah. So I just he's just, and you can not like a guy for not being aware, you know. But yeah, I just yeah. don't think he has any concept of what's going on. Sure, sure. I do. Are you? Do you consider yourself a disciplined person? Oh, 
Uh, do you try to aspire to be I aspi- one? I would say I as- more so I aspire to be. I have moments. Sure, yeah, yeah. With it. You're not like just saying like, ah, fuck discipline, fuck all that. No, no. no. <laughs> I do will say that when I you know want to play video games for a long period of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. We've all fallen in that kind of black mm-hmm. hole. Mm-hmm. Just where did my last week go? Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I try to do less and less of that. I try to like kind of chart my stuff activities and things like that you know so oh so you're like a heady guy like even your approach to stand-up too like in comedy yeah well in the in my in the sense of that i try to be writing and like emailing every day and all that stuff no i do that that stuff too yeah i have uh i I go through phases where i'll like get really into to-do lists and i'm in the Mm -hmm. phase like that now but then what happens is i have mission creep and my to-do list just grows and grows and grows and then i have to like Remem- I have to like remind myself what's actually important for me to sure. do. Yeah. But um, yeah, do you ever feel like, especially with when I think, because I, I think about this a lot with like being disciplined as an approach to whatever art form it is or whatever sure. thing. Do you do you feel like it sometimes is uh, has a like an opposite, like it, it has a crippling effect on the artistic side of you, or is it the? I mean, because ideally, if we're writing every day, that's yeah. helping it. But then sometimes I'm like, oh man, I need to be more uh what's impulsive i need to be more like well isn't it it's the kind of thing where like you want to be prepared enough so that you can go off script kind of thing you know what i mean right right so you're confident enough in yourself because you put the work in right that you don't have to feel so Uh uh-huh because yeah you definitely especially you know in stand-up but in all things improvisation is an important aspect in life right i would say yeah yeah but you want to have done enough to feel confident in doing that, I think, if that makes sense. Sure, yeah. And have you always been that way, or did you ever have, like... I Well, because I grew up super religious, which I, I'm sure we'll we'll get into that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I grew up Southern Baptist. Okay, uh, the classic. Very classic. Very old school. Very old white people. Now, when people say... I'm actually... I, for some reason, I don't sure. know this, but when people say Southern Baptist, mm-hmm. does that mean... It is because it is like officially with like what's a Southern Baptist convention. Yeah. Like it's officially tied into that. Yes. But then yeah. as an individual church, from what I understand about Baptists, you're kind of like on your own. Yeah, I think that's true. What we had, and, and it's one of those things that you realize when you're older, you're like, oh, I guess this is a weird way to put it. But in my area, it was like Southern Baptist and Black Baptist, basically, were sure. the two <laughs> sure, yeah. dividers, which one was a much more fun church to go to than the mm-hmm. other, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so Southern, it's like that old time religion kind of, you know, uh-huh. like I, I've said this and this is only half true, but they like recently kind of came around to dancing being okay. Oh you know? yeah. But yeah, I also yeah. never really heard anybody yell about dancing, but I know that that's just like a thing. That, that was a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. something I've always heard. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Like yeah. it's a little foot loosey, I think. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Wait, now you said wh- where is like geographically was this? Sure. So I'm, I'm from New Orleans. Oh, right. And then we moved right. a little bit outside of that when I was about 20. New Orleans. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Cool. And, uh, your whole family pretty Baptist. No, actually, my my dad, it was my dad. My mom, I think, was Catholic, but my mom was not not a religious lady. Mm-hmm. But my dad, they got divorced when I was like six, and I lived with my dad through the through most of that. So he was pretty into it. He was my dad's like an uh, alcoholic and stuff. So that's you know a born again a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I think now he has uh, turned to Reformed Presbyterian. Oh, right on. Which is, well, actually, it's Presbyterians who think Presbyterians are too liberal. Oh, <laughs> I know yeah, sounds, yes. 
Yeah. It sounds the other way. Well, because yeah, I, yeah. I knew you're right. Yeah. I think they're the uh, Presbyterian Church of America. Um, okay. Because okay. I, I grew up, my dad's a Presbyterian minister, but okay. we're, we're the we're the liberal, you know, hedonistic, mm-hmm. heathen, like okay, having, a, having a amorphous concept of God more than like a literal. Well, that's like that's actually a source of divide in that church a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's like some people are like, no, God is love. God is like beyond concepts and so you're like well the bible talks about the trinity mm-hmm. being three you know god blah 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 but uh yeah no, i always knew there was there was some presbyterians out there somewhere i never <laughs> like i never met them I, met, I worked with one at like a random job okay. but uh yeah they're like they don't like women preaching sure yeah baptist too yeah. yeah and they yeah they think uh those those darn liberals yeah yeah it's interesting uh you go to church <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, my brother kind of followed my dad into that. My brother is also a physicist, which is a fun, oh, a fun dynamic. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like the it's kind of a cop out, but I guess faith is faith. But you know, you believe that all these science things, but you think God's kind of responsible for them. You know? Right. There's a lot of um, what do you want to say, whether it's cognitive dissonance or mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, this is what, something I really try to avoid is like automatically looking down on something like, sure. you know, and trying yeah. to be like, oh, yeah, what a what a dummy yeah. to believe in that. But then I don't know. It just seems like a very limiting concept of mm-hmm. of God to mm-hmm. me to be like it is a power man in the sky. And that's I mean, I, that's something that like originally spurned me uh kind of away from the church was not necessarily even the science part, but more of like the theology behind like, all right, all powerful guy in this guy makes the world is so powerful. It's the problem of evil type stuff. Sure. Like why would he put us through all this pain? And then that's the fun stuff too. That's the real fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I did some philosophy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Is that when, what was, uh, what was kind of your, for me? Yeah. Yeah. When I turned my back on the Lord. Yeah. I, uh, I was, you know, for me, it was, I was, I moved to New York when I was 19. Okay. And to do comedy, to do comedy stuff. Cool. Cool. And I didn't, I just was very, uh, I had a weird, which I'm happy to talk about, but I had kind of a weird upbringing and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And I had just not a lot. I think I realized in hindsight, I was never all that really into it. It was more just kind of what was going on. Yeah. And then honestly, what a lot of it was, was I was 19 and there was this girl I liked a lot. And I had never done anything with girls, uh-huh. and I just really didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. And she was, you know, a more experienced New York lady. You a know. siren. Yeah. She. Oh, she, <laughs> in every way, was a siren. Like, she was, like, she's very nice, and she's, like, living, I think, in Prague now, and she's a delightful lady. But she w- w- was really into comedians. and Sure, yeah. You know, it was kind of a status symbol that she would take an interest in me, you know. It, you know, she had some yeah. nice... Re- <laughs> stats on the resume. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've uh, had some sure, similar encounters. Sure, sure. And then, but then, so I had opportunities, but couldn't do anything with it. And it was just you have those moments. I've had a few of them in my life where you're like, I'm this guy. I don't really like this guy very much. Yeah. And then you, so then you kind of start thinking about things and questioning things and all that. Stuff. Sure. Yeah. So it was it was dirty liberal New York that it was. Yeah. yeah. But when you go when you went up there when you're like getting into comedy, so you're saying you weren't even that into it. Like you would just sort of go to church because you had to. Yeah. I mean, I I don't I never felt. I mean, I we would go. I would go to like those Jesus camps and stuff. Yeah. You know, like summer. Like centrifuge, I don't know if you have any concept. No, so, but, I, but yeah, I'm sure you know. Yeah, you know. But it's like 
a summer camp, really. It's not so much like those documentaries and stuff like that, but like a like as a how long is it? Like a week? It's or? About a week, yeah. Yeah, we would have the same thing. It was uh, it was Montreat for us, which is a, a college town, mm-hmm. like a tiny college town in North Carolina. But it okay. was like they were called conferences instead of camps because yeah. yeah. it would be like you would you would stay with your own youth group in like a hotel mm-hmm. or like a house or something. But then you would all get together with like all the national churches and then have like small group time mm-hmm. and then like a big worship. So it was just like Absolutely. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there would be usually you could probably had this too. There was usually one night a week where they would really try to make you cry. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was that was the well, there was two nights they would hit you. That would be like night four or five. You'd mm-hmm. have like yeah, the penultimate service where everything's really coming to a head. You're really mm-hmm. like asking for forgiveness or something. And then the last night was the candlelight service around the lake. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. And that's the guarantee. <laughs> to your, like, let's reflect on this for, magical week. For me, that was I would score some really sweet hugs from some babes <laughs> <laughs> in the youth group, which was as a little fat kid was very excited. Oh, I was a little fat kid, too. Oh, yeah. Right yeah, on. sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Those hugs were uh, few and oh, far between. Oh, absolutely, man. No, there was. There was a girl that um, I would go to the camp with who was like a cheerleader girl, and it was like the only time I would really get attention from her would be that week yeah, yeah. of the camp, and then mm-hmm. you'd think something's happened, and then, you know, she'd fuck 45 football players. And, right. And God will, you know, her, it's her right. <laughs> God bless know. her. Yeah, 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 please, get it. Yeah, get it done. They certainly would did a better job than, you know, me rolling around. Right, yeah. You know. Wait, do you remember, okay, at the time, just to, to dovetail a little bit on sure. that th- idea, because I remember when I was, uh, I mean, I had the the total like trappings of nice guy syndrome, mm-hmm. but like the nasty sides internally going on where it was the entitlement aspect. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, why are these girls hanging out? Like why, why do they want to date athletes? Can't they see how nice and mm-hmm. wonderful I am? Like, and but why don't, why don't they want to like, did you ever have any of that going on? I, uh, I, I get that? what you're saying. I think I hated myself too much to have that. <laughs> uh, but I, I definitely, I was a bit and still deal with it, but I'm, I'm a big piner. Oh and I, yeah, I feel like I've evolved a little bit beyond that, but especially yeah. at that point. Oh, so I was really all about unrequited, which is a good fat guy kind uh-huh. of low self esteem thing. Oh, but. I can ruminate like crazy. Oh, I'm sure, I'm yeah. sure, and that's a comedian. And that's like a self esteem thing. I feel like that's common. Yeah, although I did, I was talking to somebody. It was a woman. I can't remember who it was, but she. This was this made me feel so so validated and mm-hmm. good. But she said, "I think guys have a harder time getting over breakups than women do." Yeah, and I was like, I'm so it's so it's so glad for me to hear. I think that's true, that. and I think I've heard other people say this, but I think a lot of it is because we don't just cry it out and stuff. So, so there's a yeah. lot of you don't really deal with the emotion mm-hmm. in the way because even I, my biggest quote unquote heartbreaks have been girls that nothing much really happened with, and I just liked them a lot. Yeah, you know, oh, I had, I've had a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, and then my relationships that I've ended. I've always maybe it just wasn't the right, you know, it just didn't work out. And mm-hmm. though, but then still, you don't really pro or I don't really process them probably as fully as I should. And you still end up you yep. know, dealing with residual effects. Yeah. And I think there's two, maybe, I don't know if this is, um, you know, anytime I, you start making any kind of blanket statements about men and women, I, sure. I'm always like checking my own bullshit. So sure. just anything I say, I have a grain of salt, but I think the idea that like when you're in a breakup, I think, the, one of the advantages and disadvantages that women have is that they will get attention without asking for it. Sure. Like in life. Yeah. Like that's uh, sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes Plus it's a, a curse. Sure. Exactly. And I saw just a quick side. Note. Yeah. Yeah. 
I saw one of my first live cat calls out of a car the other wow. day. Wow. Yeah. And it was I haven't seen one. Yeah. What, what happened? Just a you know, attractive lady walked by, and some guy in his car said something just like, oh, you, oh, baby, you're beautiful, as he drove off. Yeah. And she just kind of looked up for a second and then just went about her business. You couldn't tell what her reaction was. I'm sure she didn't love it, but <laughs> she seemed like a, a lady that probably gets cat called a decent mm. amount. She's a Latina. Gotcha. You know, you know yeah, that I feel yeah. like you're going to yell at a Latina. Yeah, I've never been. If a, you're also a Latino. Yeah, right. I've never been a cat caller. No, I mean, we're yeah. too, probably too scared. Uh, <laughs> Definitely. To, yeah. <laughs> to, to, to be that guy. Well, it's also like, what's the end game here? Like, what am sure. I? Sure. Are they going to enjoy it? Probably not. Yeah. What am I? We're not going to like you get know, together. I think, you know, I think particularly, and this is also a blanket statement, but I think white guys, it's probably really hard to not come off as creepy in that. Yeah. I think maybe other guys, you can potentially Mm -hmm. be fun and get them to come up to the car and maybe something would happen, but white guys are so quick to murder a woman. I feel like it's (laughs) hard to to do that. I do fantasize about like being able to, I mean, you hear about these moments that... You know, people are able to like, oh, I just saw somebody just came up to me on the street and it was a very genuine thing. And it's like, I just think you look beautiful and you should know that today. I I dream of saying that. But then I always think of like her being like, fuck off, man. I I don't want to hear that. Well, Mike, I'd probably have half a boner or something. Right. Yeah, it'd be all over. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I was just saying that Mm -hmm. that attention at least maybe makes you feel like you have more options in the during a breakup. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a guy the the blessing and curses i get to be invisible so like sure. if i don't want to talk to people i don't have to sure i will yeah. i won't mm-hmm. <laughs> like i will put off a vibe and people basically like i can walk out in public don't have to worry about yeah. it but then sometimes i think that has made me feel like more alone and be like oh i don't know like nobody wants to talk to me like mm-hmm. that. you know what i'm saying yeah i get that i think too you know you're you're probably a little more likely to stew over oh, a yeah. thing you i'm know? a big <laughs> big time <stewer. laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and kind of live in your head a little more uh, no, I get what you're saying. I think it uh, it probably goes both ways. I think that, you know, it's also probably not the best to be the kind of guy who just runs right into another relationship after one end. So there's yeah. many benefits to that. But, yeah. 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 Um, so anyway, what we how, I can't even remember how we got here from relationships, oh, I, neither do I. dating people, mm-hmm. New York corruption. Oh, we were just talking about me, my, uh, yeah, I guess my religious journey for a little bit. Mm-hmm. In New York, I would watch Charles Stanley, you know, Chuck. No, who's that? He uh, was a minister, I think still is, I believe at First Baptist Atlanta. Just a big church. Okay, like a big, big old mega church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty much just a Southern Baptist guy. I would okay. say he's not like a Joel Osteen. Mm hmm. Um, but just more, yeah, okay. But just like in a big church in Atlanta. And sure, I'm sure he's done plenty of terrible things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, so I would watch, I wouldn't go to church in New York. I mm-hmm. did in college, and I went to school for New Orleans for a year in college. Oh, okay. Before I moved to New York, and mm-hmm. I would, but my one of my roommates was a religious guy too, so we would just go to mm-hmm. church together. A lot of Catholics in New Orleans, right? Yes, Ton. yeah, yeah. Baptist is is a very un, you know, low represented or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of Catholics, which was great. Because, like, they would, for school lunches and stuff, like, they would acknowledge Lent and things. So I'd get, like, shrimp poppers on Friday, which is great. Right, right. That. Yeah. And so at some point while you're you're watching, you know, the live stream or whatever of mm-hmm. uh, the Atlanta Baptist Church and you're dating this uh this Oh, this we were not woman, dating or in not any dating. possible way, but sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you ran we, into this woman. We did some heavy spooning. We oh, yeah. Some real oh, heavy spooning. Yeah. I'm, you're taking me back. <laughs> I still have, and this isn't even, this is probably just says more about who I am now, but I still occasionally get flashes. I remember one time, I was just scared. I just didn't make a move. I was just scared. You know, everybody, yep. every boy goes through that. 
Yep. Um, and I remember one time we were in my on my futon, splayed out, mm-hmm. and she like kind of got on top of me, mm-hmm. kind of be like, "Hey, you know, if you want, it's a lady <laughs> sitting on your penis. You could do something if you want." <laughs> and I just kind of stared at her for a little bit and didn't. And I still like as I'm like, I'll go for a jog. Uh-huh. And like her face will flash <laughs> in front of my eyes, and I'll like have to jump in the air. Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so. she, you see, you you're saying she was almost the source of your like falling out of. The yeah, church? I mean, I I I don't want to give. I, I probably gave that too much power at a point in my life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was definitely it made me think about things. Because yeah. like, she was like not religious or something. She was not. No, yeah. I and I remember too though. Kind of going back to not. Uh, because I try not to just hate on people for being religious. Yeah, of I course. I think if yeah. it works, it works. Just don't be hateful, you right, know? Right, But I remember we went to a Mets game, uh, and there was, like, a street preacher, some shouting street preacher guy. And she was pretty devout atheist. She was pretty excited about being an atheist. And, <laughs> I remember, and she kind of sh- cringed as we walked by the guy. And even then, I remember thinking, oh, what do you care, you know, about this? He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And so that, that was... Um... Wait, I'm still trying to like put in the sure. So like, just hanging out with an atheist was, and you were just kind of like, oh, honestly, her, re- it was just me growing up. Oh, at that's the same all time. Was. That was just a moment of me- that led to me deciding I wanted to grow up a little bit. Gotcha. And make my own life choices on kind of who I was. Gotcha. Her religion beliefs had nothing to do with okay with how I felt. So then, so then for you, when you're, because for I don't know, for me it sure. was it was half like. Um, I definitely had that feeling very distinctly of re- realizing that I had just been a Presbyterian by default. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, I didn't choose this. I was just like, I was just born into this. I've always believed it. I don't have a good reason for believing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, um, but that, like, and then it was like a slow, once I had that realization and then I started trying to apply logic to like what I wanted to believe. And I, I started studying the Bible in college actually. Okay. I did see you had one here. I thought potentially. Like, yeah. Yeah. Alan Watts too. That's well, cool. well, like I, I, Oh yeah. Alan Watts is yeah, pretty cool. big time in my yeah. heart. But okay. <laughs> I was like, I studied the, like the, in a class, like a, it's like an academic setting mm-hmm. and just breaking down like, Oh, right. The um, Bible probably wasn't written by Moses. Sure. Uh, yeah. Probably was, you know, four sort like Genesis alone, four sources, like mm-hmm. all politically motivated to put together or whatever. Yeah. Um, so you had like similar kind of path or isn't, well, I, I, I probably was too dumb to, to just go, <laughs> go that deep into it. I, I, uh, I think I honestly pretty quickly, into me kind of deciding who I was going to be was kind of like, yeah, I don't, this just isn't, this isn't a real thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of, I, in some ways benefited cause I did not have some of the hangups that I feel like some of your friends or my friends who grew up religious kind of still deal with. Yeah. You seem pretty uh, burdenless. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have anxiety and guilt and shame, but oh, they don't perfect. come from religion. They're good. Just, well yeah. then, then we can still have a good podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They just come more from my childhood and stuff. I think. Got oh, right. right um, right. but where were we? What was um, but, but so did, oh, my journey towards no, you go, you talk. Now. Well, I was just, <laughs> I was just trying to put the pieces together, but it sounds like it was just kind of a gradual, uneventful. It kind of was. There really wasn't like a big break, a breakthrough, <laughs> or anything like that. I did like I got into some like I'm just looking at some of your books. I got into yeah, some yeah. philosophy stuff when I was around that age. Like and, uh, what kind of stuff? Uh, I've read the Myth of Sisyphus. I'm just looking at that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked ethics. Mm, yeah, and I liked. Honestly, I can't have deep conversations about any of the things, but I liked some of it, and I liked 
I like like determinism kind of things, okay, and for the concept of free will, which I guess probably the religion uh-huh. would spark that interest for me. Sure, yeah, like Sam Harris, free will. Did you ever? I don't know book? much about Sam Harris. Okay, I know yeah. that he's somebody I should. I've been thinking recently actually that I would like to read more of that stuff again because it's been a while. I think you would like Sam Harris. Free will is I just I read Waking Up as a as a spirituality book. He okay. has for atheists because he's like a big atheist. Okay, guy. I knew that. Um, he, free will I think was what put him on the map, and it's like basically a long essay okay uh, that you can you know buy online or you can probably find for free online mm-hmm. <laughs> somewhere but uh and it, i think it doesn't necessarily it didn't necessarily blow my mind because i feel like i've heard the it's been like 10 years since it's come out and i've heard like the arguments a little bit but mm-hmm. it's a it's like all in one concise place to be like yeah free will and it, a lot of people don't like going down that rabbit hole mm-hmm. of like I don't think we really have on, yeah, on a fundamental yeah. ultimate level. How much free will do we have? It's pretty probably, hard to imagine that you do. Probably really. none. Yeah. I'm a big fan. I like uh, soft determinism, Okay, which I guess is like that you have free will, but every choice you make is because of all the things that happened before. Right. So you probably don't really. Right. But like you are, cho- you know, I choose to move my hand in this way, as a professor would say. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of what I, mm-hmm. I think, too. Because, yeah, if you go back far enough, I think anybody can be like, well, you didn't choose to be born where you were mm-hmm. into the circumstances you were, which mm-hmm. affects literally everything in your life. Yeah, absolutely. It does in your yeah. genetics right. and all that shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I also I like a, I'm a big um, now I have to say I'm not with like all the you want to talk about being a dumb dumb, like all the mm-hmm. big philosophical stuff mm-hmm. like. I try. I think I took one class in college that was like, you know, the t- the classic like Greek shit, sure. and it's so dense. The Greek shit. I I've always like I I don't fully understand why we're still teaching the Greek shit because it's mostly just they thought this which was wrong, and then right. this guy thought this thing which was also incorrect. Well, it's like a lot of philosophy like that has like so much. It feels like you're it's like all this scaffolding that they're just putting mm-hmm. up to make like, and it's I you admire it from an academic standpoint that they're like trying to have an airtight argument and they're mm-hmm. like trying they, they, they'll take you know a thousand pages to like get to the, the idea that oh yeah we have no free will yeah sure but you're like okay just give me that just give me the nugget yeah right yeah <laughs> give me the bullet points yeah one of my favorite things about philosophy classes i remember i would write papers where the professor would literally just be like yeah that's not what this means at all and I'd still get like a B or an A just because uh-huh. the writing was okay. Hey, you and tried. So, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> You're completely wrong, but but still. Hey, that's like I think that's that was a B. That's a standard. Yeah, B. right. Like, yeah. You tried hard. You, you know, you put in the work, but you you are wrong. Um, I do think going back to the Bible, one thing I I think I figured out or decided I believed at one point, kind of early on, is just that the Bible is kind of one of the you're more clearly just written by a bunch of fellas yeah things. oh yeah 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 like even like the stuff you know obviously the food and stuff you know the the no what is it no pork right is that no what it is? and no uh was it no shellfish yeah no too? shellfish just stuff that would be hard, that you get sick right you know, if you're eating right, and right, even right. i've heard people say which makes sense to me is like if you're in a culture where you're going to war constantly mm-hmm. you need soldiers and if all these dudes are fucking each other, then they're not having kids to, oh, to make wow. soldiers. And yeah. I think there was also some cleanly, you know, aspects to that too. And sure, did, yeah. yeah. I think about that a lot. Of like, yeah, the, the sort of um, there's a of the practical wisdom of the Bible, especially for its time, and then the you know kind of reverse engineering the God reason mm-hmm. around that, like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 
And then the discipline thing, it makes me think of that too, where I think a lot of the, the stuff, I mean, people, when they think of like good parts of the Bible, they're like, oh, the 10 commandments are pretty solid, you know, except sure. for the you know, loving God part. It doesn't <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like, yeah, being a disciplined person, I do think makes me happier overall. Oh, there's tremendous benefit to that. Yeah. yeah but it may, but it does require you to ignore, uh, the, the pleasures of the flesh. Sure. You know, it requires you denying a lot of things that would be immediately gratifying. Yeah, sure. That's fair. I which I think is a lot of the underpinning of religion. However, I think what, uh, what fucks up a lot of people with religion and myself included is there's so much, the mechanism to get you to be disciplined is so much like shame based. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. much yeah. like yeah. that, that's the stick to prevent you from, now I think it. So a little shame is beneficial. Yeah, I actually believe. That, I think a little shame is. Yeah, too. yeah, I think that having some shame. I've been talking about this on stage a little bit, but just like the like seeing people at Starbucks like getting milkshakes, basically, uh-huh. you know, and and not feeling bad about that kind of uh-huh. shocks me. <laughs> and just like, but you don't. But obviously, religion puts you to where you're like shameful about your penis and stuff like that. You don't want that. But yeah, well, I actually I definitely agree that there's a social shame is like i think an important part to make us be better towards each other yeah yes yes absolutely you know um and there's a we're right now i think our society has kind of gone so much the other way Mm -hmm. that you're just so excited to point out flaws in everyone else Uh and no one is kind of willing to look in the mirror too much you know zach sims a straight-up conservative You're saying that our culture is uh, driving us to a hedonistic ends? Well, I don't mind being hedonistic. I just think <laughs> you should also be aware that maybe you suck. You know? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I think about uh, that a lot. And no, then, I'm all about sucking and fucking and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, sucking, I just fucking, think, yeah. bucking, everything. Yeah, absolutely. I don't yeah. care. But just the... I think like people are it's just gotten... And this isn't even about religion, but just it's gotten to a point where... It's so easy to see fu- the where people fuck up in their lives yeah. online and stuff that it's just gotten. People are just so eager to anytime anything anyone is mentioned to let you know a bad thing they did. Right, and right. There's kind of a lot of well, you know, are you so great? You know, you've never done anything. I know, but these. Yeah. I think what's sad, Zach, is yeah. I think these people are happier because they because don't, of that because they don't analyze themselves. I as I feel mm. like I overanalyze myself at times. But why? But is it? Good to, you know, isn't that just a version of uh, instant gratification, you know? Sure. <laughs> I think there's a, I mean, this is why I'm a, I'm into definitely this aspect of Buddhism is the mm-hmm. idea of a middle way. Okay. Um, the, the kind of the moderatism, kind of, kind of finding the balance, because that's probably not, I agree with you that there's no way that um, always pointing the the blame at somebody else is always good but however always pointing the blame at yourself is not always oh a good sure thing of course too. what's well, moderation yeah absolutely right. um and I, I think of two of like this is why I, I i do you do you consider yourself like a moderate in general or you um that's a good question i i honestly i my so my dad was a political science professor mm-hmm. and uh we get along okay now but but things were not we're always great between <laughs> so i kind of went i don't really I'm not a tremendously political person. Yeah, yeah. But I would say most things I hear, I think I would probably swing more liberal, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'd lean more liberal, but I guess I see I see more of like, you know, this is where I start sounding really fucking hippie or whatever. But okay. like, like on a cosmic energy level, mm-hmm. I, I, I see there's always a liberal 
type movement, there's always a conservative type energy, a general liberal being like the thing of like growth and like saying yes to stuff, like pushing forward and conservatives and being something that like restrains that and being like, Hey, let's, let's not forget what's worked. Let's mm-hmm. remember tradition. Let's hold on to that. And I think our, I think we naturally get, when we get too far one way or the other, there seems to be a swing. Now, as far as Trump goes, I don't think Trump really falls anywhere on that paradigm. Pers- sure. I think he, he's a yeah. chaotic type force. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, more true. than yeah. like a classic, like, oh, we, the pendulum swinging type thing. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. pendulum's just fucking broken. Yeah, there's no pendulum <laughs> at this point, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I get what you're saying, though. But wasn't he, a, he was like a liberal like six years ago or something. Exactly. It? Yeah. That's why I'm saying there's no, <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't yeah. even know where to put him on anything. Um. But I guess, yeah, I guess that, that, that that's, these are the types of things that make me think of all the, like that balance between discipline and mm-hmm. uh, impulsion. Well, and, and, and it, yeah. so much of it is always uh, uh, a balance, like you're saying, because like, you know, my, because I, you know, I had like sex repression shit. So that's always a big thing that I always go mm. back to. But like, I, I certainly think, you know, like masturbation is an instant gratification, but also if you don't come sometimes you're not a human, you know, yeah. to be around. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you need stuff like that. And sometimes it's good to get <clears throat> drunk, you know, with your friends and stuff like that. But it's all but I think you feel better about doing those things if you've been disciplined throughout other aspects of your life, you know. Couldn't before. agree more. Yeah, yeah. And uh, masturbation's one that always tricks or trips me up, I should say. Um, cuz I think I'll go I'll, I I there'll be stretches in my life where I'll try so hard to go as long as possible yeah. but then by like honestly day 7 or 8 I feel like a monster. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah. the testosterone the, it's like I I start objectifying everybody I yeah. meet and you just get like you just it's, a it's biological distracting. Need. It is. Yeah. And it's on both genders, you know. It's a it's a thing you got to do. You gotta yeah. But then sometimes I look at like these monks who are able to just, you know, go completely abstain and people who say they can like go, you know, they they can just They've gone years without masturbating. But aren't those like, monks are like breaking chickens' necks or something <laughs> like in the back? I just isn't there. There's always something going on there. <laughs> some kind of voodoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always just something. You've got to have that release in some way. I mean, you know, the priests obviously are not the best right example for abstention. Yeah, not yeah. That right that, that's <laughs> is that the that proper too. use of that word, abstention. I, I think so. <laughs> I'll, I'll count it. <laughs> okay. Um. Wait. What kind? Of, so you had sexual shame. I because I had a lot of that too. But I think. But honestly, for me, I was just scared. I really think that it was so much. A lot of my shit. I honestly think I was just scared. I think it was. I would use. I would go. Oh, I won't try to make out with this lady or get laid because you know God doesn't want me to. Mm. When in reality, I was just ter- terrified to get rejected. Gotcha. The yeah. the God reason was just filling in the. That was just like filling in the reason that you needed to justify your fear. Yeah, yeah, and on, and that's why I think my transition out of that was was a yeah. little smoother than others because I honestly think that's mostly what I was using. Mm. religion for was just an avoidance but you, and you were was that like something your parents kind of tried to teach you or was that just not wasn't even in like what a, way like did they did they reinforce like the like no sex till marriage type you thing know so or? i just my uh so my mom like i said was when she gave us one time <clears throat> my brother and i were like in the kitchen we would go to her house on like fridays you know mm-hmm. and she came in and was like uh i read some story about some like 13 year old getting pregnant you know and she's like I had unprotected or sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. Your dad had sex before marriage. Just wear a condom, and that was pretty much the. <clears throat> That's the, the talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then my dad just and neither of them. They both went very long periods of time not dating after they got divorced. So there just wasn't. Mm. 
honestly, like most of my childhood was just three dudes. It was me, my brother, and my dad, and nobody was getting laid. And we were just <laughs> kind of hanging out. So it just wasn't around. It wasn't something I was thinking about. And yeah. I wasn't like I wasn't policed, but I also really wasn't watching like R-rated movies mm-hmm. most of the time. And I and I wasn't watching porn at all. When mm-hmm. I got older, I would watch like sex scenes from movies, you know, okay. and usually not even jerk off, just like sit there. And watch like Kim Basinger and, uh, and <laughs> some, some good Kim Basinger stuff out there, and uh, so yeah. So honestly, I think it just wasn't. Uh, I obviously it was on my mind, but it wasn't around me enough to. And I certainly hated myself too much to think that I had a shot at anyone. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. When, even when I got older, uh, like <laughs> sure, in high yeah. school and stuff, yeah, I yeah. never b- would believe that anybody would have been interested. Yeah, and yeah. then you get older. Yeah. And then you go on runs and you realize all the times you could have gotten laid. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, I definitely have. I think I, I had definitely had that. And I still I still think I have that. Sure. It, it's like a weird yeah. thing with me. It's like I'll go. I won't. I'll believe really that most women don't want anything to do with me. Sure. But then then I have a weird egotistical like thing where if somebody signals too hard that they're into me mm-hmm. then i'm like oh of course mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> it's a weird sure, it's sure. a weird game the yeah. ego plays well, the, there. you know narcissism is both positive and negative you know thinking yeah. good and bad about yourself is both right you know both forms of narcissism right well it's yeah. like the people who point the blame at other people that's there's a good and bad side of yeah that. yeah sure <laughs> yeah of course absolutely um yeah i always feel like i have the main comedian chemistry is like a big ego low self-esteem wow yeah. i've never heard of that and i think that's certainly me yeah let's say yeah do you do anything to like work on your ego or your self-esteem or do you think that would like fuck up your funniness oh probably i think you know being healthy <laughs> is probably a good thing um i probably worry more about the self-esteem than the ego i'm decent at at i can ca- i get better you know i i do some meditating and stuff so oh yeah i like meditating i can yeah. catch myself being a doofus mm-hmm. better now mm-hmm. than i used to same yeah, yeah. and p- part of that too i think for me is just getting older and having more sure. history of doofusness yeah yeah, yeah absolutely oh, right. that this do- this shit thing reminds me of that shitty thing <laughs> yeah, I did. yeah 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 absolutely absolutely yeah. and you notice patterns right i'm been you're getting a little better at that mm-hmm. um wait what kind of what style of meditating do you like what what kind you of you know honestly technique? i'm just using that headspace app these days wait what's the headspace it's app? just uh it's like guided meditations oh okay so i do like a 10 minute guided meditation is it what's so it's like a woman walking you through a it's field a or something fella. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah it's a lot of that starts out with monitoring your breath, then it's like mm-hmm. the body scanning, mm-hmm. then it's but counting your breath, then it's letting your brain go, and then it's mm-hmm. done. Do you think it, does that take you make you more present too? Do you think or? a little bit? You know what it kind of goes back to is, and it kind of all goes maybe it all goes back to the discipline thing. But I really think it's good to start your day doing something that maybe you don't want to do, yes. but it's good for you. Yeah, and I think like I had a roommate. When I first moved to New York, who would do a hundred push-ups every day? He would wow! Get up and do a hundred push-ups, mm-hmm. and I always and it's I just think that's like just starting out, forcing yourself to do a thing. Yeah, I think is a good way. So that's what I think is maybe the most beneficial thing about any of that stuff. Cool. Yeah. No, I I totally I'm totally into that. I that even led me now for like a month. I would take like a cold shower in the morning for that exact same wow, reason. Wow. Okay. The idea of like and yeah. some people fucking they still do that. I I couldn't hang in yeah. after that. Oof. 
but uh, now, what is, what is the? Does it just wake you up? Or I mean, there are there's some people who say there are some minor physical benefits to like blood flow and things okay. like that. that I you know that, that probably is, but then it's that whole idea of like I really don't want to do mm-hmm. this. I'm going to override my instinctual like my body's reaction to do something. And then in that way, you become you, you get more used to throughout your day mm-hmm. doing the stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. So it made it makes sense. I just was like, man, cold showers. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Yeah, I think I just as we're talking about all this shit, I think that in general, I don't have a lot of extremes. I think it's sometimes I think I have extremes mm-hmm. like there'll be time like I'll tell somebody a story. And I'll be like, man, I really snapped on this guy. And then I'll tell them what I said and everything. And they'll be like, that just is like a pretty standard reaction <laughs> that you had. So I think because like I like I started like before I was 20, I didn't drink or smoke weed or drugs Same here. or cigarettes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do all of those things now, but never to like a really bacchanalia level. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think temperance has always just been a vague aspect of my life. Not that I would love to smoke less cigarettes and, and not smoke weed quite as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But it's never, but I was never the guy who like really went off the rails. I would say. Gotcha. I had a period of smoking weed every day for a little more than a year. Oh, sure. And, yeah. and then when I stopped doing that, I replaced it with alcoholism as you mm-hmm. do, you mm-hmm. know, you just flip one thing yeah, out for the yeah. other. I, I've been pretty solid for a while now for several years where I, I'm able to actually partake uh, minimally. Good for you, because I bet you yeah. enjoy it more too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's I went through a a period of complete sobriety to do it though, and I went through like uh, the Smart Recovery Program, which is based on like mindfulness type stuff. It's it's okay. a secular version of AA. Okay. Um, and it's uh, I it's still one of my favorite organizations. I, I like that's like my go to the donate stuff because it okay. really saved me from being like so addicted. Um, and there are times when I need, I still need to walk back my own behavior and mm-hmm. I recognize that, oh, I'm not, yeah, I'm doing, it's taking over control of me, but, um, just cultivating mindfulness or just adjusting the, the pros and cons correctly in your head is a lot of it. Just yeah. realize being more aware of like, is this really going to like make me feel better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not great at that a lot of the time, but, <laughs> uh, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but then that way it takes willpower out of the equation. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's what a lot of like a discipline hack in general is, mm. is try to remove the willpower part and just change the reward system in your head. Yeah. Oh yes. That makes sense. to me. So if you think it, it's God giving you eternal salvation, that's why it's like easy for mm-hmm. a lot of people to stay disciplined. Like, mm-hmm. well, no, cause I'm going to go to heaven. That's why Which I never to... seems all that great anyway, but I, but to <laughs> those people, it probably right. seems. Okay. I remember this pastor one time said that heaven was going to be you uh, looking at God and singing to him. Singing to God? So it's hell for God. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's got all these people. And nobody, no, you know, none of these, they got no soul, any of these people. Just, and what is it, like years and years of singing? It's just, eternity. It's just eternity. A, an eternity of yeah, singing. That's the whole thing. Like, there's no, we don't ever just take a break to just eat or no. something? No. You die at 30, you're a virgin, but you get into heaven, and your whole reward is, you know, yeah. singing. But it's, it's funny, too, you know, that, A, that version of heaven is hilarious, yeah. <laughs> but... You know, I think when people imagine, I wonder what the average Christian imagines heaven will be like. Is it whether they think it will be full of the pleasures they're denying themselves Mm -hmm. now or what? I I bet a lot of them do not spend a lot of time thinking about it. Right. I would guess. I remember, did you ever read, there's this Mark Twain thing, I think it's called Letters to Earth or Letters from Earth. mm -hmm. 
And it's a lot of him kind of reenacting Bible stories and stuff. Oh, some awesome. of it, some of it is great. Some of it is like just him retelling Noah's Ark. It's like, oh, this is I've read. This you're just retelling Noah's Ark right now, but with a southern accent. Yeah, yeah, and a little racist. Uh, <laughs> but he had something I read it a while ago. But there was he was it was like about it was like one of the angels coming down to Earth in the early days. But he mentioned something about how all these people are are miserable in church. Uh, because of an afterlife that's filled with things that they do not want to do, <laughs> which, is, which always kind of rang true to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. Um... I always feel like that's where a lot of the hostility, especially because Southern Baptists are very homophobic and very, you know, all of those anti-fun like in every way and i was like so much of that anger has got to be just getting up every fucking sunday right and you can't have any fun no release yeah and you're wearing a all gross tension. suit yeah right and yeah. Then you, in your head all these gay guys are just running around in hot pants you know coming whenever they want doing whatever <laughs> they want to do so i always feel like that's got to be so much of the anger towards it it's just a jealousy yeah towards that freedom yeah do you still? You said your brother's still. Is he still Southern Baptist? He is Reformed Presbyterian. Oh, that's I right, believe. That's right, that's right, that's right. But we on, on a few years ago, he came up when I was still in New York. He was coming out with his wife, mm-hmm. and and we were at a bar, and he kind of tried to give me a little come to Jesus. Wow. Which, I, in some ways, I respect honestly, because if you really believe it, you should be trying to get everybody. You know, it's, totally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It would be immoral for you not. to. Yeah, yeah. So in <laughs> some ways, I respect it. But he, they decided to like open with, uh, with like gay marriage, which is like this is like one of the three things maybe we couldn't agree on. Why would you? <laughs> why, why is that yeah. your lead in? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's because they probably feel bad about it, so they're looking for yeah know, some sort of um, start me with the discipline shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we, so on, so I say that to say it just uh, we don't really talk about it. So, so I'm not positive where he is. Gotcha. And yeah. honestly, he's been posting. A lot of kind of progressive things in the wake of the election. Mm. So there's a part of me that kind of wants to be like, yeah, but do you still hate gays? <laughs> <Or> <laughs> what's going on there? But I figure it's probably best to not. Yeah. To just not and what? And is your dad? He's still. My dad is still in it. My dad. So my dad uh, is kind of mentally ill and mm. uh, a pill and and pill al- and alcoholic. So yeah, yeah. he's kind of just like a fuck up. So I, I don't know exactly what he's doing church wise yeah. these days. But I think he would now. But my dad is like a is like a is a smart like political guy. So mm-hmm. he was also anti Trump because he's like a real Republican. So mm-hmm. like right. like real Republicans didn't like that guy. <clears throat> um, I don't. And also, I don't really know how he feels about it now because I don't want to. I'm not looking. We just right. start talking again, so I'm not looking to like. Get oh a big, wow! Yeah, yeah. Get a big political fight going. It sounds like he. Uh, I mean. I'm sorry to hear about his uh, his mental state. Sure. I mean, I know people back home like that. Um, it actually sounds like those are the, kind of the people where I would almost prescribe church, like a more literal version of church. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I well, wouldn't try yeah. to go, go off the deep end with like psychedelic views of God yeah. or anything. Like, no, believe. Like, if that w- if you could get benefited from believing in like a go- oh a million percent. Guy, I mean, that's like AA and all that stuff too. It, yeah, he uh, yeah, and there was because my uh, I don't know exactly probably six to 11 or so when I when I was those ages that's when he kind of started going back to church and in general you know he'd snap every now and again but who doesn't you know in sure. general he yeah. was a pretty uh chill guy and then it kind of just went out he kind of went off the rails again but yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well um <laughs> no I just uh I'm so, I'm glad to hear you guys are talking again I just it is you know it's been it's been nice uh because like I I used to like 
almost daily I would be like peeing or something and I would have just a real flash of rage over something that <laughs> happened. And honestly, that kind of went away when we started when I started talking to him again. So that is nice. Did you make uh, the first move or did he? I did. I finally did. I had I had uh, I just sent emails like, you know, if you want to do yeah. this, we could do this. How long? I mean, I hope you don't mind me. asking. No, I'm happy. I've yeah. talked about this on, in multiple occasions. How how long of a stretch did you go without talking? Without talking. So he kicked me out of the house when I was 17. Wow. Yeah. yeah he yeah. kicked you out. Yeah. What yeah, did you yeah. do to get kicked out? I had kind of started doing stand up a little bit. And he. Oh, had, you asshole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he went to a. She had, my mom would drive. My mom was living in Mississippi at the time, and she would drive to New Orleans to drive me to, to the mic. Gotcha. Wow. Uh, wow. Yeah. Very nice. Very, very yeah. nice. Very good lady. And uh, he would, so he went once with his his uh, stepmom, his sorry his wife, right, my right. stepmom, who's just kind of an awful human and <laughs> uh, like in every way. And uh, she, and then my, it's like a long story, but basically he thought that I was like shitting on her in my act, which I had never done. I would now, and I just did. But uh, I, at that point, I never had. Um, yeah, but it was other obviously clearly a million other things going on. So yeah. then he was like, "You should you're gonna go live with your mom now," wow. which she was a much more stable person. So and you're like, "That's cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously it is uh, we like a rejection issue and and yeah. all that stuff. So it wasn't fun, but oh. but yeah, but it did lead to like a much calmer senior year of high school for me. And so you did. That's when the last you spoke with them when you got. Kicked and out. then you know they were like every now and again. You know, I would because I have a sister too. I have a younger sister, mm-hmm. so I would go back to see her, and then he would be there. You know, and it was just bad interactions. Nothing hostile, but just like I remember, like I remember one time specifically, I had called him for something, and I was actually gonna making a little bit of an effort to have a conversation, and he just kind of quickly got off the phone, and I was kind of like, all right, we're done, we're done trying this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. But he's also a crazy person, so mm. yeah. And so, and your parents, you said they split when you were six. I think I was about six, five or six, five four, or six. five, six, something like that. Did you ever like go into church with your dad when you did? Mm-hmm. Did you ever get like jealous of families there? I know. I now I get jealous when I see a kid having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Because just I didn't How really, dare he. yeah, I didn't really have a whole lot of that <laughs> yeah. uh, as a kid. So I, when I see a kid who seems like he's got a good situation, like rich kids really bother me. Well, it's not rich, their fault. Rich kids bother everybody. Sure, I guess that's true. <laughs> but when I like, you know, the the kids that really kill me, and that's cut from you see, I saw them both in New York and L.A. But when you see like, uh, kind of a dandy boy, mm-hmm. like kind of like a long haired <laughs> <laughs> uh, kid who's like running in the in uh-huh. the sun. Because first of all, where I come from, that kid would be getting the shit kicked out of him, right. you know? <laughs> as he probably should, in my opinion. And having his hair cut, yeah. while getting the shit <laughs> yeah, kicked yeah, out of him, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but uh, so I honestly, the divorce happened so quick. I never knew anything else really. Like I have very few memories of them being together. Mm. So I think that that was not a thing that I I particularly got jealous of. I honestly, my whole thing too is, I have such self involvement issues that I have a hard time sometimes looking. Like I think sometimes people think that I come off as judgmental, but the reality is I'm just so deep in my head. I have, oh you know, my god, that's yeah. me. Yeah. to a fucking tea. yeah. Well, because when you're quiet, a quiet guy, you know. Yeah. What's this guy so quiet about? And you're for me, it's like constantly, yeah, it's the And by the way, I can also be pretty judgmental. But, but, <laughs> but I, you know, often it's not the case. 
Well, it's like yeah, the resting. It's like a resting asshole face or whatever. Sure. Yeah. Where you, yeah. Or but it's really a lot of times it is just me being concerned of how other people are viewing. Oh me, yeah, absolutely. You know? And that's you know I try to be sensitive to that in others. Um, that I try to be defensive of people who 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 get called that way. Yeah. That they're because I understand. I feel like I get what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's. I don't know. That's you know that maybe that's a little seen but not heard kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, well, uh, that's uh to bring it back to philosophy. Have you studied much like Stoic philosophy, like Stoicism? I like because uh, I took like some. In- I dropped out of college twice. Okay. I, don't brag. <laughs> uh, I took some intro and they covered Stoicism a little bit, but I'm okay. not too yeah. familiar with it. It's actually that's probably one of the more accessible philosophical sort of tracks. I think for nowadays is like Marcus Aurelius and Epictetus mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's pretty practical type wisdom that it's not about like making long arguments or stuff, but it's like, like Marcus Aurelius wrote meditations, uh, which is a book of like his own, basically his journal of things. He would remind himself of like certain principles or certain things. So there'd be lots of stuff about like not making any assumptions about other people, like what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, in terms of that self-involvement thing or like just reminding yourself that like, um, that like things like being angry or not gonna is not gonna be useful mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, I'm a I'm a fan of the the kind of the meditative. You know, you accept the acceptance of the emotion. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think that's also beneficial. Uh, but yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, you can't. You know, a of course you can control how people feel about stuff. You know, and that's that's right. like alcoholic shit too. Like, yeah. <laughs> or Al-Anon. That's the big thing for me is I've never gone to Al-Anon, mm-hmm. and that's like a that weighs on me almost weekly. Is that I clearly wow. should be doing this? So you think about going? Oh, all the time, all the time. I used to have a lot of anxiety about it. I've yeah. been to one meeting. Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. It was a little too. I mean, that's this is when I this is several years ago when I was like more even more like conflicted or more like not into the, so not into the idea of any kind of God shit mm-hmm. anywhere in my life. And so, but I, I went cause that's the classic one, mm-hmm. you know, sure. and there's, yeah. it's like, it is like the open mic kind of scene out here and that there's one everywhere. Like every yeah. time, every, <laughs> every part of LA, every time of the, mm-hmm. the day. So oh, you, I've looked at the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stared at it. And then also at just like open mics, you have some like really cool people and some absolute like crazy people. Sure. But there was, um, I did like there was, uh, you are, everybody gets a chance to share. Everybody gets a chance to like say their piece. Now, did you share the first time? I did. I can't remember what exactly I said, but then I, you also, one thing that might make you feel better if you do go, if, if you ever go is like, you'll hear people who have it way worse off than you. Yeah, absolutely. And you're like, oh, I don't like, <laughs> then yeah. part of it's like, I don't, do I need to be here? Yeah. You're like, well, maybe, but. <laughs> yeah, ab- no, I think that's true, and I think that is probably one of the benefits of it. That's one thing I've tried, because I've always been, because I have weird, like, uh, almost vague pride over my childhood. Like, I, I've always had kind of like, I can go bummer to bummer with anybody yeah. uh, <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, like, who's more fucked up? Yeah, and like, when somebody will say something in my head often, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Wow. You think that was bad? But it is nice as you get older and you realize a lot of people had a lot. And I know people in my neighborhood who had a lot worse, you know, things than I had. But Yeah. Well, that's what I love about stand up and uh, there's even a difference between I, I don't know. I guess all my life I've always loved stand up's ability when people are just as a medium to be honest and actually actually have empathy for people about mm-hmm. when they're sharing shit that they usually normally yeah. wouldn't say, you know, I don't hear an yeah. average person at my office sharing like what their childhood was like. Yeah. And that's you the know. best comedy to me is when yeah. there's, there's that personal aspect to it. 
Cool. Um, well, we're about at the time for the the gimmick of this show. If you want to do, okay, if you want to make one up. Sure. Explain to me what this is again. So we're just we're making up a religion. Okay. Um, that you would uh, you would like to exist, or you would maybe want to. Again, it can be silly, serious. Sure, of course. Um, well, gonna... you definitely would want. I don't. It doesn't have to be fuck based, but you would definitely want it to be uh, fuck open. I oh, feel. okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Well, that's that's a that's one of the the parts. So okay, we, okay. We, oh, we, sorry. There's a okay. Sorry. No, there's, there's a whole. That is like a thing that I think if I have a kid, and it's probably tougher if you have a daughter, but I would try to make it very clear early on that like be it's a fuck smart, open. But you know, it's yeah. totally okay. Yeah, yeah. The, I it is a weird. I don't know why. Why is it that we're like so protective of like I'm, I'm even protective of the idea of a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I think it's because things can happen to them. You know, yeah. they can have a child. Ah, uh, yes, but know. in this day and age, uh, women are their own uh, free agents. Sure, of course, know? absolutely, absolutely. But you know, I I. I I think it's understandable, you know, I would imagine, you know, I've never had an abortion or had to pay for one, you know. Right. But I would imagine that that's even if it's, you know, it's not doesn't it's not a judgment on the person. It's probably not the most fun thing for someone to have to go through. Definitely. So I get wanting to keep somebody from that experience. Yeah. And I guess in general, women have higher consequences of sex yeah, than guys like, do. I get Sisyphus. Sisyphus. What is Syphilis. Syphilis. <laughs> the myth of, sis- <laughs> of syphilis. <laughs> but I get it. Maybe my peony hurts a little bit. You uh-huh. know, I take some antibiotics. It's gone. They get it. They could be barren. You know, so. right? Or they, yeah. or they, you know, they have to bring a child to full term. Yeah, you know, they have yeah, to like. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a permanent. Yeah, there's a lot more permanent consequences for mm-hmm. women than that. So maybe yeah. that's part of what. Yeah, but also, to. you know, I got no beef with a lady who wants to grab some dicks. You oh know? hell yeah, no. go for it. I have no not. And yeah, any I, fool who would be against that is just what are you doing? Yeah, shut up. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Now that that's yeah, that's an old world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking. Anyway, anyway. Um, no. Anyway, so in this in this religion, this made up religion, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, concept of God would you like? Would you like a like a oh. monotheistic God? Would you like more of a Buddhist thing where there's no God at all? I I mean, I probably would lean more Buddhist. I would feel. Uh huh. Um, so like, there's no concept of God. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I like. Uh, I'm a you know we were talking about the mindfulness, and I like I think that's. A lot of religion, I think, is kind of talking about that in one way or another. So I like mm-hmm. it be more about uh, uh, about betterment for oneself. I would say than about any kind of god, yeah. or gods or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's then that answers sort of the question of the overarching ethos is it's about mm-hmm. betterment. That's what I would say. Yeah. Development. Yeah. I mean, my whole thing in general is I don't care what you believe in as long as you're nice to people. You know, I think sure. That's, yeah. Kind of the biggest thing, which is a lot of what Jesus was talking about. Anyway, yeah. yeah. When I, 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 I think a lot about how beliefs are so, we get so caught up on beliefs, myself included about like, as these things like fight over, but they're, they're just really surface level. Like it doesn't, it really doesn't matter as long. Like if your actions are going a certain way mm-hmm. and promoting uh, love within yourself and other people, then yeah, who cares what's the the mechanism to get you there? Yeah, absolutely, you absolutely. Um, so, as far as rules or concept of sins goes, we're fuck open. Yeah, definitely fuck open. Yeah, I don't know if I would. I mean, I don't know if the concept of sins is a great concept to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I probably wouldn't have that. You would definitely want to be like, hey, don't you know, be an asshole to people, right? But, well, how, uh, where does discipline factor into this? Hmm. Mm, that's interesting. 
Well, I guess it could factor into the concept of like a meditation, which I guess is just a version of prayer and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But I wouldn't want to have a religion that really preached discipline. I think that you would want to just get there, you know, have that on your own. Gotcha. You know, like there's an attainable discipline if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, because my whole thing is that nothing really matters. So, you know, you can do whatever you want. Sure. Yeah. And then, you know, you're dead and then you won't have to worry about anything anymore. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know if a religion that preaches the sweet Just straight death, nihilism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that it's good to, you know, you obviously don't want to just yeah. die in a tub of pudding or something. Well, I mean, as as much as I love trying to be more disciplined, sometimes it, it I think it causes me more stress than it is useful. And also I look at people who have seemingly no discipline mm-hmm. and they do fine and great and mm-hmm. they're like enjoying their lives so mm-hmm. it's like i don't why would even like try to impose anything on that well but you would imagine sure first of all yes absolutely yeah and you would imagine that you would not be that happy if you had that no discipline i think because it just works for them and not exactly and not for you that's like that's one of the hardest <laughs> lessons is to realize like oh some people literally just are born with a different set yeah. of talents and instincts yeah. and motivators that so certain things are going to work better for them well like they, a constant struggle for me is that I probably am built for relationships, I guess, probably. But there's really a part of me that wants to get really good at being single and like <laughs> and sees that. And I also honestly think a lot of getting good at that is just being self-sufficient, and, and yeah. you know, which I think is good for everyone to, Definitely. to have. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, – what was it? Oh, different – so there's a part of me <laughs> that wants to uh, – be able to be more of a full Bacchanal guy. Mm-hmm. But I there's also been too much have led to this that probably keeps me from really being that guy. I feel you. From being a guy who's like good at, you know, getting super drunk and still <laughs> hanging out and stuff like that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> occasionally. Not all the time, but occasionally. Sure, sure. Um, are there any holy texts in this or Oh. Any like go to like guidebooks or uh, uh, an infomercial or a pamphlet or uh you know i'd write a book i would write a book and there'd be some good bit to be like sign language okay kind of. yeah, oh, yeah yeah like the, the, the book. Seinfeld book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah it would just be like little tomes maybe oh like yeah. one like a one a day do you ever yeah. do you have any of those things it's like one thing a day or I, ha- I don't currently but i but i've certainly seen them <laughs> yeah we i used to have we would have that our church and stuff you'd have those devotionals mm-hmm. and it would be like a daily yeah I'm actually I'm reading a daily Stoic one. Oh, right are now. you really? Good yeah. for you. That's by, good. It's actually I recommend it by Ryan Holiday. It's like ten okay. bucks or something. It's okay, something that like benefits your life a little bit for right. a whole year. I might look into that. Hey, I, I, why, not, why not check it well, out? It's all the same shit. It's all that discipline shit. You know. Yeah. It's all doing a thing. Um. So you'll write a little. I'll write something. It'll little, be good. I'll write something. something. It'll it'll be real good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there any kind of uh, gathering for this, whether it's mm. weekly, monthly, less than that? Yeah, I think we <laughs> do a that. show. We do a weekly show. A weekly show? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do a set. This would quickly turn into a cult. This would very quickly. <laughs> a comedy cult. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Turn into me just trying to get laid. Just <laughs> the yeah. cult of Zach Sims. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. read the book, go mm-hmm. to the weekly show uh-huh. to hear Zach. And we get some openers. 
I would <laughs> imagine, yeah, the second I got any religious power, I would instantly just be trying to fuck everybody. Right. Yeah, I mean, you make people fight for the power to be your opener. Mm-hmm. Sure, there you go. Do some infighting, and yeah. then you fuck them. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. <laughs> and then sure. they fight among themselves mm-hmm. while you maintain your seat of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. that makes sense. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we're keeping with the weekly show format. <laughs> where, where would it be? Is this a venue? Oh, huh. Uh, maybe the, maybe like the Hollywood Bowl. If we got big enough, we'd work <laughs> oh, wow, our way up yeah. to that. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, is there music anywhere in this? We'd have an opening act, Some, sure. some musicians, yeah. yeah. Probably, you know what, just to, to go with my roots, maybe I'd get some acoustic, you know, praise bandy kind of stuff going, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, wait, you were you in, you were in a praise band? I was not, but we had them. Oh, you know? man. Yeah, I yeah. got so excited there My for brother a was in a praise band. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What were they called? Do you remember? I d- it was just for the church. I do remember. That doesn't mean they couldn't be called something. I don't think they had a name. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I do remember, though, I one time I was sitting in the sound booth while they were practicing. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea, I was about 12, and Chelsea Maxwell, very bosomy, mm-hmm. about 18, very bosomy, <laughs> uh, came up. She was my brother, something like that. It's maybe 16. And like leaned on the board for something, and like her her you know boob rubbed against my hand, and it was the fir- only time in my life where I had like the classic. She kept talking, and I couldn't respond because <laughs> I was I, I, I was just so so excited and, and shocked at the same time. That's so that's my praise. That's my praise band. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, is there any uh, moment for repentance in this, or apologizing, oh, or you know what? I think in a pop, maybe you would do like a a confession i don't but a confession can't be good because that's you know that's a huge now i'm really running a cult if we're doing confessions to me yeah yeah um you know maybe there would be a time but penance i don't know if i like the idea of penance either because that all feels very kind of authoritarian mm-hmm. um you know maybe there'd be like a journaling maybe there would be like a week there'd be a time for a quiet time for journaling like write on a piece of paper yeah. or like this is how i fucked up this week yeah like a free write and maybe it's not even maybe it's just about how you're feeling you know yeah yeah i like that um i'm actually so i'm planning like a live choose your own religion <laughs> now i'm just okay. taking ideas from this for my own thing okay i'm gonna sure. do like a fucked up worship service and now i'm thinking of like hmm should i have like maybe that's something i could do <laughs> oh actually. yeah grab it man do grab it, all. it um not to hijack your own religion. We're, we're on your religion now. <laughs> um, so we're meeting at the Hollywood Bowl every week to do this this cool show. Yeah, that might be tough. Is there a... Hey, we... <laughs> yeah, we can't have dreams. Yeah. Um, is there any kind of youth group thing in this? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm trying to get laid. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's good, right? I feel like that was a beneficial thing. I mean, there's negatives to it, but uh, I think it's good for like-minded, you know, youth. Sequester the high school. Yeah, right. Off. Isn't yeah. it? Uh, I guess a lot of it is that, isn't it? It's kind of a weird training mm-hmm. thing. Uh-huh. Pastor Zach's uh, little youth hangout. Song. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we definitely had a youth minister that was, I think he had a toe ring and uh, oh. kind of flip-flops. And so stuff. he was pretty, he was like the edgy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we had, we had... A husband and wife, and the wife was a youth minister, mm-hmm. and she was actually pretty progressive. I remember her; she wouldn't go deep into it, but I remember her like occasionally being like somebody said something about somebody being gay, and her being like, "No, why would would that would that be a bad thing? Would you not want to love that person?" Wow, you know, yeah. Well, yeah. she knew she probably knew she had to tread lightly in that. Yes, that absolutely. Church. Yeah, yeah. And I remember her doing a thing because you know, so I'm 
I was in high school in the early to mid two thousands. So you know, you're throwing down around a gay slur pretty loosely during, during that time. <laughs> sure. Never really about a gay person, of course, as right. everybody says. Right. But I remember even she was like, "Yeah, maybe we don't say that. Maybe that's the thing we don't say." Wow. Yeah. Real, uh, real transgressive yeah. force. In yeah, that she version. was cool. Tammy yeah. Holman, very nice. Um, is there any kind of service or volunteering mission work type stuff? You know what? We should do that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe with the homeless. I like the homeless. Okay. Mm-hmm. How are we? How are we doing that? Are we like inviting them to the? I think we're feeding. No, we're keeping our distance. Uh-huh. We're handing out sandwiches. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you're like going straight from the Hollywood Bowl, or, like with a sandwich in hand. Sure. You pick I up mean, a sandwich a on lot, your way out. A lot of activity around the Hollywood Bowl. You could yeah do service. Yeah. It actually would be convenient mm-hmm. if you just left church and they just had sandwiches ready for you to grab and then yeah. like, take to the first person you see. Well, I don't know if I'm doing it, but I feel like I've got other people. Right. Yeah. Not yeah. you personally. <laughs> Maybe the youth group. Yeah. You, this is all about delegation. Yeah, sure. Sure. You've accrued in uh, a church of like thousands, tens of thousands mm-hmm. of people who are seeing mm-hmm. you at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. Right. You can't do all of it. Yeah, yourself. absolutely. I got yeah. meet and greets. You know. Um, is there any outreach or evangelism for this? No. No. <laughs> Zero. no, that we don't do. No, you got to be, you got to figure it out. It's just going to explode mm-hmm. all on its own. Well, yeah, that's what's so cool, you know? You're, you just got to be a part of it. That's what makes it that cool. Mm-hmm. Is there any sense of afterlife? Oh, no, I don't think I can do that. Yeah. It's about here and now, man. So, really, that's what I would say. So, it's, I'm just picturing like a Tony Robbins like It's thing. probably a little Tony Robbins, <laughs> which I don't hate, by the way. I think he's got some good ideas. I I don't necessarily hate Tony Robbins. I I feel like I need to see that that documentary. Oh, have you not? No. Oh yeah, you should definitely watch it. It's great. It is like even just as a performer, it is the uh-huh. most dynamic set you'll ever. Like wow. he just crushes for four hours. Wow. His energy never goes down. Yeah. The presence of it all. You know he was uh he used to be like a fat janitor in Glendale, right? Do you I have... didn't know about the janitor part, but I knew about his. Yeah, they go into his his past a little bit. Yeah, they talk. He just talks. He mentions that, and like I read just like the first part of like was it Awaken the Giant within mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and he talks about that. Like just I'm just picturing. He's like he goes from that like in Glendale. Okay, yeah. just, you can just picture like a high school janitor yeah. in Glendale, and then all of a sudden he's like flying in helicopters, meeting presidents. Oh my and, god, like, yeah. And yeah. the do- and the stuff that he does on a daily basis, you see in that documentary, just the shit that he does, is, it's insane. Wow. Just like he jumps on a trampoline in the morning and like jumps in, and and he dives into like a cold tub uh-huh. in the in the, the the same shit with a shower and all. Oh, that see, stuff. see, there you go. Oh yeah, no, he's. I, I think a lot of what he teaches is pretty good stuff. But interesting. Yeah. So would you then in your religion would you be a guru or not a guru? I would. Um, I feel like I'd probably. If I'm me, I'm just trying to get laughs most of the time, I would think. Uh-huh. Uh, but I would be a little, yeah, maybe not a guru, but a little <laughs> bit. Because I like self-help stuff. I'm a, I'm a self-improvement guy. I think Oh, that's me good. too. Yeah. Uh, so I would, yeah, I would probably lean more towards that kind of thing. Cool. Yeah. And finally, sure. what do we call this thing? Oh, uh, Rad Dudes Express. <laughs> <laughs> but not just for, but in parentheses, I don't mean that it's just for guys. Rad Dudes <laughs> Express, not just for guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what I expected, but that was way better than anything I expected. <laughs> it's one of the best titles we've had oh, good. on the show. Good. Um, Zach, thank you for coming over. Oh yeah, this was fun, man. Is there anything you want to plug or anything or oh, follow um, you anywhere? Or? I'm at Zachary Sims on Twitter. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. And check him out when he's uh, around Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I or New York. shows and stuff on Never. there. Yeah, yeah. Just, just fucking find him. You're a great stand-up. Oh, thank you. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. See ya. 
now is the show. Once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope I didn't offend too many of you with anything that I said. Who knows if I did? Whatever. If you like this show, chooseyourownreligion.com for more stuff on that. Follow Zach on Twitter. See him in L.A. if you're in L.A. And come out to the clubhouse on March 30th if you're in Los Angeles. Uh, Love you guys. Jamaste. What's a creative podcast network?